I know this movie about which you will speak, mm-hmm. and I cannot watch it. It is the most adorable goddamn movie you would ever see. No, no, no. If it is about yes. the same thing. It is about the same thing. And it, this is the Chinese version, though. I understand that. But mm-hmm. whatever version, the Richard Gere version, the Chinese version, I have not the Japanese seen the Richard version. Gere. Yeah. Same thing. Poor yeah. little dog. Anyway, but, we will get to that. We'll get to uh, that. We will. We're going to get to that. You just hold on, people. And by the way, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to The Watch List with Patty and Bill. Happy New Year. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com, and you can check out all of our past reviews from 2023 and before that. Uh, and make up your own watch list. Uh, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make sure you engage with us in this new year. We would love that. At symbol Pirate Alice, that is her. At symbol Bill Ivory Larson, with an O, that's me. Or the Watch List Pod. And if you happen to listen to us on Apple, please give us a five-star review. We would greatly appreciate it. We sure would. Well, Happy New Year, Patty. Happy New Year to you, sir. Although it's really fucking strange because as we're recording this, it's the Friday before New Year's. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. So we have no stories of debauchery or, you know, like lost weekends or, you know. I would never have those stories, so. You know, I used to. I I never actually had that. I only blacked out um, once from drinking too much. Hmm. And it was in a safer, controlled environment. But I woke okay. up, my clock radio was broken, I had a bruise on my hand, and <laughs> wow. and I, oh my God, it was, uh, by the way, never mix Jaeger, and um, actually, uh, was it Jaeger and Bailey's? Oh, I got so- Sounds disgusting. Oh, it was awesome. Remember Burt Rast? I do remember Burt Rast. I love Burt Rast. Shout I out to Burt Rast. Rast. I miss Burt Rast, too, so- Hopefully the new year the new year gods and karma will will make him smile because we are thinking about him fondly. He introduced me to a drink called a slippery musky. Okay. And it is uh Jaeger with Baileys. I drank so many of those I fucking blacked out. I remember holding court with a bunch of people. I don't remember getting in the car to go home. I don't remember getting up the stairs. I just remember waking up, my hand hurt, and my clock radio was broken. Wow. I've never blacked out, so. Uh, But the point is, Mm -hmm. my days of debauchery on New Year's Eve are over. As a matter of fact, one year we celebrated at Terry's house and we were all done by like 10 (laughs) o'clock. And that's okay by me, you know? I, I yeah. have had those New Year's Eves being out at midnight and blah. Yeah. Anyway. But Thanks. Happy New Year, people. Happy New Year, everybody. <sighs> so. Yes. I've got three things today. I have four. And then I have some very interesting news. I have some news as well. Excellent. Okay. Well, if you've got four things, you need to lead us off today. I will start with Rebel Moon, the much-awaited Zack Snyder 
uh, thing on Netflix. That thing that on thing. Netflix. Two hours and 13 minutes of stuff, of space odyssey drama. Really, it's, it's just a get the gang together movie is essentially what it is. They're pulling the, the tribe together and yeah. Uh, Charlie Hunnam should never, never speak with an Irish accent ever. <laughs> that is the most awful accent I've ever heard. He should just stick to his usual Newcastle, born with it accent. Uh, uh, and okay. why he even tried to do an Irish brogue for the space thing, I don't even understand. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, I've seen better. I've seen worse. It's, oh, wow. Really? Yeah. It, it's underwhelming, I would say. Uh, part two is due in April, and there is talk of a director's cut, but there's no release date for that yet. Wait, a director's cut? Yeah, there's talk of a Zack Snyder director's cut of Rebel Moon. Oh, um, God. I don't know. They don't have a release date. There's just talk of it right now. Wow. extended version which may or may not tell us more about this i don't know i don't care deeply enough rebel moon netflix um <laughs> watch it if you want i mean i i was incredibly underwhelmed yes i will watch part two to see if it gets better but meh 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 meh, meh. Uh, yeah. wow that's about all i got for rebel moon wow meh. yeah well okay we all know I'm a I'm a sci-fi nerd, but this exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Um. So the first thing I've got is older. Uh huh. And we just started watching this because so many of our friends. And shout out to everyone, by the way, who listens and subscribes, and thank you very much, and we appreciate that. But we have heard for years now to watch Ozark. Oh, I reviewed that way back, I believe. And so we picked it up finally. Okay. And damn, is it good. It is. It's a good show. It, and and just to bring people up to speed, it stars Jason Bateman, Laura Linney, uh, Julia Garner, and a slew of other people uh, about an accountant uh or a financial planner who relocates from Chicago to a summer resort community in the Ozarks. And um, he's also laundering money for the mob. And so after something goes wrong, the Mexican drug cartel that he's laundering money for goes after him, but then he's in big with the mobsters that are in that town. It is so... It's not convoluted if you watch it. You right. gotta watch it, but damn, is it good? But damn, is it fucked up? Mm-hmm. Totally. I mean, wow. And they do not cheap out on the special effects, people. No, no, they don't. They don't. And um, I I can't even give some things away, but they blow some guy's head off. This is in season one, by the way. Mm -hmm. they blow some guy's head off and boy, you see it full on too, man. I don't know how they do some special effects, but that's worthy. Have you caught at the beginning, they show that like symbol 
And then there's little icons in each square that come into play in the episode. Yes, I did catch that. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught on that to is, that That's really a early. fun thing. That's a fun extra thing they do. Yes, it is. And, uh, and wow, the storylines that run through this make me really, really, really root for and hate Jason Bateman all at the same time. Yes. You know, and <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, everybody in this show acts exceptionally um the storylines are really fucked up it makes you like why don't you just fucking take a million dollars and run away but you can't because it's the mob they'll find you they'll find you um anyway harris eulin actually has a really fun part as the old man who actually lives in the basement of their house Mm -hmm. uh but anyway if you guys have netflix please and you have not watched it yet Watch Ozark. It is truly R-rated for language, sex, violence, the whole schmear. Um, but it's really, really, really worth your time. And we binge the fuck out of it. We do, like, at least three or four episodes at a shot. So we're deep into season two right now. Oh, okay. And um, it ends, so we know that it ends... But just looking forward to each new episode is fun. So that's Ozark. It is on Netflix. Go watch it now. All right. Okay. Uh, The next thing I have is a documentary. It's called Hell Camp Teen Nightmare. It's an hour and a half, and it feels every bit of an hour and a half. It's on Netflix. So this is a documentary film about Steve Cardisano. He is the founder of the Challenger Wilderness Therapy Program. It's a troubling look at institutionalized abuse is what it is. This program, it started up in like the 80s, 90s, when the the big thing of parents with unruly teenagers, they would pay this guy to have people come to their house and, in air quotes, kidnap their teenager and force them to spend a few months hiking through the boiling wilds of Utah desert. And it was supposed to shatter their mental and physical torment of and all that and make them rebuild them brand new and make them love their parents and be nice again. Give them some spiritual epiphany, so to speak. And, well, these... So some of these kids were just, you know, problem okay. kids getting into trouble. Some of them were involved in drugs. Um, the counselors and the the counselor guides, so to speak, would hike these kids through the desert all day, but none of them were trained as either guides through the desert, um, you know, survivalist guides through the desert, or therapists or counselors for teenagers, much less adults for anybody. Some of them were former people who went through the program who became these guides, and this is an incredibly unsafe area of the Utah desert for any exper- inexperienced hiker. So if the kids had any kind of pains or problems, like uh, physically, they would be ignored. And one 16-year-old girl died of heat stroke from this. And it really, it just gets worse from there. Oh, my God. This is just, it's, it's like watching this horrible, like that, a story about a horrible man being even more horrible he had honorable intentions in trying to help troubled teens but 
the execution of it was just horseshit. Absolute horseshit. Like, these guides, these, I don't know what you want to call them, the, the adults that are there uh, were, like, doing that tough love to the kids, but not providing any actual love. They were just being tough. And these camps still exist to this day, where supposedly where like rich parents will send their troubled kids to these things mm. to try and get them sort them out um the guy would submit a lot of this stuff to um like the payments to your ins- to the parents insurance company until that girl died and that girl's family sued right. him um they tried to like to get him shut down like cuz for you know abuse and stuff but he was found not guilty the case wasn't really that solid apparently but still he was wrapped up in court case for a few years and the insurance company got wind of this abusive situation and they're like no you we're not we're not covering that shit no more and there is mention of paris hilton she has spoken out about these camps because she suffered abuse at in a similar kind of a camp and it, it, I mean, this guy, so he gets shut down in the Utah desert. He just starts a Caribbean catamaran recreation of this, unlicensed. So he's stopping at different Caribbean islands to make these kids do shit. But he's unlicensed. He's not, has no, he get, doesn't have the rights to, or permission to be in these different islands in the Caribbean doing this shit. So they shut him down there. And then... Another one starts up in Samoa, and that really is just a forced labor camp, and that gets shut down by the American embassy as well. It, it, this is just a nightmare of, of fuck, man. Yeah. Hell Camp, Teen Nightmare. It's on Netflix. If, Jesus. Uh, wow. you feel like staring at a train wreck. Yeah, it's hooey. Okay. So the next thing I have is is a docu-series. And as you and I were discussing before you hit record, I was having a hard time (laughs) finding it, and I thought, oh, this will be easy to find. It's only a docu-series about the 90s. Oh, my God. Do you know how many fucking docu-series there are about the 90s out there? Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, this one is called Rewind the 90s. It is on Hulu. And what was interesting, it's obviously broken up into different aspects of the 90s uh, based on their episodes. And it looks like there are 10 episodes. And the first one was really, really, really interesting. Now, I will say this. Uh The narrator has has such a soothing voice, you can almost fall asleep to it. But the first episode is about reality TV. It's called The Reality Revolution. And... It's the birth of everything reality TV. And I didn't even put this together. But you know shows like um, America's Funniest Home Videos? Uh-huh. Were the precursors to TikTok. Well, yeah. And I didn't even put that together, but ah. it, it's true. And then, you know, cops and, and uh, just court TV in general. Mm-hmm 
birthed a lot of the reality shit that you see today. But it's it's fascinating. Each episode is, uh, I'd say, about 45 minutes or so, so not too horrible. Uh, and then there, there are episodes about comedy, the rise of the Internet, um, girl power, um, mass appeal, things like like um, the damn tie bears and the Macarena and shit like that. It's fun. However, is it any different than any docu-series about the 90s? No. Well, how and different I, can they really be? And, they, and, that, you know? and that's just it. They can't really be different. The only ones that I really, really, really loved were the I Love the Decade that they used to run on, what was it, MTV or VH1? And it was like, I love the 70s, I love the 80s, and then I love the 90s. And uh-huh. they just did it in such a peppy little way. Yeah, yeah. That I that I really really liked, but if you're feeling nostalgic for thing, and I can't even fucking believe this, but 1993, yeah. 1994, that was 30 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking scary. Anyway, but if you're feeling nostalgic uh, for anything 90s, it's called Rewind the 90s. It's on Hulu. It's something you could have on in the background and not really pay attention or just log on to see what episodes there are and go to a specific episode and watch that. Am I going to tell you to watch all 10 episodes of everything? No, but it's it's okay. All right. <laughs> I have such a mediocre list this week. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I have to thank Betsy for calling out this next movie. Oh, thank what's you, Betsy. up, Betsy? Shout out. This is a movie that's on AMC Plus or Shudder. It's called It's a Wonderful Knife. <laughs> so this is It's a Wonderful Life meets a slasher comedy. Sweet. Uh, it's an hour and a half. It stars Joel McHale and Justin Long. You would never recognize Justin Long. He's got this intense spray tan and like prosthetic teeth that gives him this weird like overbite thing. Uh-huh. And so our main character, Winnie, rather than learning about all the good deeds she's done after she wishes she was never born, she learns about how many lives she's saved in this town by stopping this slasher serial killer. <laughs> like the one night he starts is when he gets, she like, she kills him. And then they fast forward to a year later and how everything is. And she's just feels so... Uh, left behind by everybody and like because her best friend died from the slasher guy and uh so she wow. wishes one night that she was never born that she never lived in this town and then poof okay you were never born but she doesn't get you know the angel that follows her around right. and helps her no so yeah she's gotta re-kill the serial killer and the wackiness ensues. It, it is what, ridiculous. What's the name of this movie? It's a Wonderful it's, Knife. It's a Wonderful Knife. And what channel is it on? Where it's is on it? AMC Plus and okay. Shudder, the the wow. horror streamer Shudder, which I will Shudder go may look have like up. merged with AMC Plus, quite possibly. Oh my God! Everything is fucking merging with everything yeah. else. Yeah. So. And was it Dave or you that found? Shout out to David as always. Happy New Year, David. Happy New Year, um, Dave. Was it Dave or you that that shared the information that Paramount Plus 
and Max that are, was him. are looking that are looking to join. Yeah, yeah. It's <sighs> yeah. Like I can't fucking believe that now. Mm-hmm. But is it completely out of the realm of 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 reality? No, it's not. Because what does Paramount Plus really have? Right? Anyway. And I feel like we predicted this long ago that they're all going to be there. They're like all going to merge. Three or four of them, and that's that. And that's that. And you're going to mm-hmm. pay some super fee of like 30 bucks a month, mm-hmm. and you're going to get everything. Pretty much. Yeah. Like Disney will still be Disney because Disney can do Fox and they can do other shit. Mm-hmm. What I think you dubbed it, like Paramax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I did call it. They called it Paramax. That's what they're going to Paramax call. is going to be, you know, everything Star Trekky and Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be... Um, Comcast, well, NBC Universal. Yeah, Comcast, it's NBC Universal, Comcast. all that shit. Because everything that's on Hulu will be available on Disney+. Plus. Yep. Because they're even trying that out. Oh, yeah. They're, oh, yeah. Yeah, that uh, Percy it, thing. Yeah, it's like Hulu Lite or something like that, and you can get it through your Disney Plus. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, man. So it's happening, people. Mm-hmm. It is truly happening. And then there'll be one more, and I don't know what the fuck it is. Hopefully Apple TV stays where it is. Yeah, because they got damn good stuff, honestly. They got damn good stuff. Anyway. All right. So, yeah, that's It's a Wonderful Knife. Uh, totally worth watching. It's It's so much fun. Awesome. All right. So the last thing that I have is is you know, I was I was thinking, all right, shit, I got to think of something to review. And I didn't even remember I saw this piece of shit. I I Uh-oh. really didn't. And so I'm I'm thumbing through. I'm like, "Oh. I did see that." Well, fuck me if I hadn't forgotten about it 5 minutes after I watched it. It's called Fast Charlie. Mhm. It is a one-hour and 30-minute movie that stars Pierce Brosnan. Interesting. And Morena Baccarin. Oh, wow. Okay. Who is hot in everything she does. Yeah, um, toads. It also just <laughs> happens to be the last film that James Caan ever made, and I'm sorry uh, about that. But it tries very hard to be like an Elmore Leonard kind of not a mystery, but like one of those kind of things where there's narration and like noir kind of feel to it. It is so forgettable. I literally forgot that I watched it and it is only doing like the, all right, what else am I going to watch for the show that I came across it? And we rented it. So it's not available for free anywhere. But I think we rent well because we both looked at each other. Yeah, we rented it on Amazon Prime for seven bucks because we both like Pierce Brosnan. We like Marina Baccarin. You know, the cast was solid. Uh-huh. So we figured we'd give it a shot. And sure enough, it is a movie that you've seen worse. Mm. I'll tell you that. You have definitely seen worse. But you forget about it right after you see it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, literally forgot about it. So, I don't... In that regard, is it worth renting? No. Is it entertaining? Mildly. James Conn looks awful in it, though. I'm sorry uh, to say. He, well. he 
He looked awful in it. Rest his soul. Um, yeah. But if you just happen to want to hear Pierce Brosnan try to do an American Southern accent oh my for God. some strange... Oh, it's <laughs> awful. Uh, wow. I would have rather of him played an expatriate Brit or Scotsman, which is what he is, or Irishman, uh, which is what he is, who comes here, settles in the South, and then... You know, he doesn't have to do any kind of fucked up accent. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, um, it's called Fast When did Fast this come Show. out? 2023. Oh, it's new. It's oh, wow. brand spanking new. I thought it was like from years ago. Oh, damn. Nope. Nope. Okay. Fast Charlie. Brand new. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Blech. Well, not black, but. Meh. Eh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the last thing I have, I found on Vicky. I was just scrolling through different new stuff they had and saw this picture of this adorable little puppy hanging out of like a drawstring leather backpack satchel thing. Nope. And I had to click on it. I watched the trailer. I'm like, well, I'm going to give this a try. It's called Hachiko. And it's based on a Japanese film, which is based on a true story from a hundred years ago, 1923, a hundred years ago. Um, the, yeah, the true story is, is of this, the most loyal dog in history. This professor from Tokyo Imperial University found this puppy and kept him and... The dog would follow him to the train station in the morning and then mm-hmm. prounce back home. And then at ex- the exact time when the professor would come home on the train, the dog would go to the train station and sit there and wait for him. Yeah. Until one day the professor died while at work. And so he didn't come home from the train station. And because he's a dog and didn't quite understand, he yep. spent nine years, this dog did, Going to the train station, waiting for his his master. And that's exactly why I can't watch it. It is, as I said in the opening, the most adorable goddamn movie you will ever see. It is heartwarming and it's bittersweet. And uh, this is a, the Chinese version that I saw. It's from 2023, this Chinese version. Mm-hmm. And it's the same story except instead of the dog being named Hachiko, they name it Badong, which is... Uh, a mahjong tile with six circles um and it's there's this really really funny little bit in there the professor in this one um he's the head of the house but at the same time you know his he knows his wife doesn't like dogs because she was bit by a dog as a kid and everybody's trying to get him to give away the puppy but he wants to keep it And so he goes through the whole family, like his two adult kids saying, you know, you like to sit at the computer all day. You don't need my permission. You do it because you like it. You like your boyfriend. You don't need my permission to be with him. You like him. And you, my wife, you love to play Mahjong all day. You don't need my permission to do that. It makes you happy. Well, this dog makes me happy and I'm going to do something for me. And he goes, starts going up the stairs. He's like, kids. This is your brother, Badong. End of story. And the wife, because it makes her husband so happy, she starts to take a liking to the dog. And yes, the the rest of the story is the dog follows him everywhere, loves him to pieces, waits for him at the station every day, 
the whole town, their little tiny town community loves this dog. And, you know, he dies and it becomes yeah. really sad, but it's Nope. That's it's why I can't so, do it. Oh, it's so sweet. It is the sweetest yeah. little story of this dog that just loves his person so much. And the Richard and yeah, Gere version is called so sad. Oh, Hachi, so sad. a dog's tale. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Hachi, which Hachiko Hachi. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. They're, I'm they're sorry. All, and all of them are called Hachiko in some way. I don't know why the Chinese version is called Hachiko when the dog isn't named Hachiko in the movie, but I guess it just lets you know this is about exactly. the most loyal dog in history. Um, yeah. In the real world, in real life, the, do- the Tokyo Imperial University donated a, s- a statue of Hachiko to uh, the train station where he would wait. So there's a statue of the dog there. He was buried with his owner in the graveyard. And uh, the dog is a Japanese Akita. And in the movie that I watched, he is still he's also an Akita. Yeah, no. Oh, just so cute. Hachiko, you can find it on Vicky. Um, that's about the only place you can find it. It's two hours. And this is in Chinese with English subtitles. This version I watched. Uh, the uh, Richard Gear is from 2009. I have not seen it, so I don't know if it's worth, if it's nearly as good as this Chinese version, because the Chinese version was just absolutely adorable. And I didn't know this was a remake of a remake. I had no idea yeah. when I first watched it. I was looking not- up the name of it, like, was it just Hachiko or was there more to it? And why is it Hachiko when the dog isn't named Hachiko? And that's when I found out the true story of the Japanese dog that, oh, it's so, so sweet. Yeah, no, not going to ever <laughs> do it. And and it looks like it's available, the American version, Hachi, A Dog's Tale. You can rent it in places. I'm just Googling it right now. Okay. Looks like you can rent it for as little as three ninety nine from Voodoo or YouTube hmm. or whatever the fuck. Okay. Amazon Prime. But nope, not going to watch it. Because <laughs> the think about that poor dog being that sad bugs me. And and yes, you may get all the feels from it. That's, that is you. Good for you for watching that. I could not watch a movie where this dog every day goes back to that train stop. And waits in vain for the person he loves the most in this world. Can't. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. I'm glad you watched it. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Okay. All right. So. We got You have news. news? Yep. Yeah. News. News. Um, this isn't new news now because we're like a week later. But uh, Lee Sun Hyun, he's a Korean yeah. actor. He died of apparent suicide. He was 48 years old. Um, he starred in Parasite, uh, The Coffee Prince, and one of my favorite K-dramas, which you can stream on Netflix, called My Mister. Um, he's survived by his wife and two sons. He was being investigated for drug charges. Yeah. And he was questioned repeatedly by the police. He even underwent a 19-hour interrogation before they found Jesus. him. They found him. He denied the accusations. He said he was the target of a blackmail scheme. South Korea's president, he has declared a war on drugs in South Korea. More than 17,000 people have been arrested this well, this year, last year, 2023, on drug charges. Yeah. Yeah, and, by the way, their war on drugs is way more serious than our yeah. war on drugs ever was. This is how serious it is. A South Korean citizen can be prosecuted for using illicit drugs 
abroad. No shit. So if you are South Korean, you come to America, and you use marijuana in a state where it's legal, they can prosecute you for that in South Uh, Korea. If they find out that you did that. If they have reason to believe and they do a drug test. Jesus. Anyway, but that's, I I don't ever take away anybody's demons, you know. I don't want to say, you know, because if you're using drugs for whatever reason, I want you to be able to get the help that you need the underlying to help the underlying reasons why you are doing that. Yes, there's always a right underlying reason. What is sad is that the pressure of that society about drugs seemed to drive him to suicide. Yeah, well, in the 19-hour interrogation, he's his career would essentially when this when these charges were put against him just would have been crushed and it's over. Yeah, just, it's over he's for done. him. He's done yeah. because of just how how uh, Co- South Korea treats their celebrities. Uh, there's a, a a a rapper from the group Big Bang. He was being investigated for drug charges, but they dropped them. But just because they dropped the charges doesn't mean that the public view right. of him right is any better. And then there's another actor who's in. Uh, a Netflix series, I think it's called Hellbound. He is also being investigated for drug use. Jesus. So that's the end of his career now. Wow. Yeah. Whereas here, probably our most famous drug user in the movie world who redeemed himself would be Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah. And and I could be wrong. Maybe there are others and, and so well, forth and so on. That's the one that comes to mind immediately. Right. You but, know, Robert Downey Jr. was in jail for drugs and, yeah. and all that. And he clawed his way out with help and has now been sober and is now making $30 million a movie yeah. for being Iron Man. And there's plenty of rock stars who were drug users that got clean. Keith, Keith Richards. And some that are still not entirely clean. Right. And, you know, and, uh, Blondie, and it's a shame. Uh, the Go-Go's. Yeah, exactly. They were all Oh, using... yeah. Belinda Carlisle was, was ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. We're yeah, lucky I mean, she's still around. Yeah, a lot of them. And America apparently doesn't care as much. No, well, yeah. that's a whole nother show there, that Patricia. Is, <laughs> so, um, R.I.P. Lee Sun Kyun. Um, yeah, I I've seen a bunch of stuff with him. He was in, as I said, he was in Parasite. He's in one of my favorite dramas, My Mister. He's was a, he's really he was really a great actor. I and felt. Parasite was really good. If if folks, if you haven't seen that, I, that was a Best Picture winner. If I yes, remember. yes, it was a Best Picture winner, and yeah, you could. I'm certain it's available on for streaming in places somewhere. Yeah, and yeah, he played the uh, father of the family that owned the right. house. That oh, owned the man. house. Man. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, my next piece of news. news. Oh, you got two news. I got three newses. Three um, newses. The next thing. Uh, so there was a show I I reviewed called School Spirits that was on Amazon Prime. Now it's on Netflix. No. I was shocked to see that it's available on Netflix. Um, it's still good, and you should watch it. And my last piece of news, speaking of Amazon Prime, starting on January 29th, 
Amazon Prime is going to start including limited advertisements during what you watch. And you could pay an additional two ninety nine to watch everything on Amazon Prime ad free. Wow. Yeah. So I'm gonna try it with ads. I don't watch enough to care for the to pay two ninety nine extra, so yeah. I don't think right. that's a problem. I, I mean on one hand it saves time. So if there is a forty eight minute episode that would be an hour, it saves me those twelve minutes. Or thereabouts, yeah, yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah. You know, if I want to binge something. But on the other hand, I am tired of this nickel and diming because they realize that people don't want to watch ads and, yeah. and all that. Yeah. Either front load them all so that I have to sit through five minutes of ads before the thing even starts. I can't fast forward through the ads. Yeah, they so I can have start to up, be go playing. to the bathroom, come back. Right. And fine. <laughs> Or or dump them in the middle of the movie somewhere. But whatever. I'm tired mm-hmm. of the nickel and diming. Yeah, absolutely. So I don't care if Amazon Prime wants to charge me another three bucks. I don't think it'll make that much a difference. No, I don't think so either. When I'm watching, and we just started season two of Reacher, by the way. Okay. Which is also very good. I, I find no need to review it because it's more of the same Mm-hmm. Uh, big ass man who is very righteous goes beat up people who are bad. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, you know, add in the plot line after big man's old army team. You know, somebody's trying to take everybody out from his old team. You know, revenge yeah. ensues, blah, blah, blah. Action series, big dude. There you go. That's all you need to know about Reacher Season mm-hmm. 2. It's very good. Keep watching it. But I, I don't care if there's a commercial in there or not. Yeah, no. No, I wouldn't care. All right. Well, the only piece of news that I have is actually not so much news if you already have Max. Okay. Or what they used to call HBO Max, which I still think was a way better name. Yes, I agree. So Barbie landed on Max, right? Ah, Right. That's not the news. Oh. There are different versions of Barbie. What? There is actually a sign language version of Barbie. Yes. Well, that's cool. It's extremely cool. And then there's a version with, I think, director's commentary and all that. But what struck me, and, and usually when things go to streaming people, there is an audio description channel. So that if you are blind or low vision, you can hear everything going on. But at least now, with the biggest movie of this year, they have added a a, a um, sign language version, huh. so that you can follow it. Cool. And I thought that that was the neatest thing since sliced bread. That is super cool. That's super duper cool. Anyway, that's that's the only news that I have, and it was. Positive and a great way to begin the new year. And that is all I've got. Still not watching that damn dog movie. Sorry. It is so cute. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, no. All right. Now I just hear Sarah McLaughlin in my head. Oh, right. That's it for us this week. Log on to thewatchlistpod.com. Click on that Contact Us button. <sighs> Would you watch that movie? 
I'm sorry. I got to know. I, I Maybe it is just me and I'm just being overly sensitive. Could be. You know, because I, you know, I, I love my dogs. I love Chewbacca more than words can say. And just the thought of a dog like Chewbacca sitting there waiting for somebody who's never coming back breaks my fucking heart. So would you watch that movie? Let us know. Also, to kick us off in the new year, what should we be watching? Uh, yes, Talk please. to us. Let us know. What new little gem have you found? Anyway, hit us up on the socials. You can contact us directly at Symbol Pirate Alice, at Symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at Symbol The Watchless Pod. Contact us through the website, thewatchlistpod.com. And um, please pass us on to a friend in the new year. Pretty please with sugar on top. Hit that, con- hit that uh, subscribe button. Yeah, that's it. That's the ticket. Yeah, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Well, thanks, Patty. Sure. You guys take care out there and go bird. And everybody have a great week. We will talk to you next time. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Okay, bye. bye.